welcome to More Than Myths. <laughs> you know, a little bit spooky. <laughs> well, yeah, a bit. <laughs> welcome to More Than Myths. Yeah, welcome. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Today, we're going to talk. We're going to talk. But today, we have a special guest coming back to our show. If you didn't listen to our first Norse Corner with Uncle B, then I think that was episode 11? Yeah. Um, Yeah, we talked about the trickster god Loki and learned all about some more, some first bit of Norse mythology. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, I guess not. You did. The <laughs> tried, tried to do. <laughs> you tried to do the Valkyrie. I tried to do it, and then I was. And like, then we just I decided can't. that we're gonna let Uncle B handle it we're from just here. Gonna hand off. Yep, a solid hand off. It's fine. Um, but yeah, so he's coming and joining us today, which we're really excited yeah, about. Yeah. But yeah, how's your week? How are uh, you? It's, it's going great. Good. Uh, I have nothing to report. I go to Disneyland in two weeks, and I can't focus on anything else. I'm excited for you. I can't wait. I'm like uh, I'm also sad for me because I don't. Want I, to come with you. I know I wanted you to come too. I know. So stupid. That's so stupid. That's all right. We'll go on vacation soon. But yeah, we will. Let's go someplace nice and exciting. Nice and exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Yes, Take please. me away. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel like you and I should go. Like we should do DC. I feel like you would be fun to do DC with, like with all the Smithsonian museums. My sister lives there, so we could stay with her. And she has an adorable new baby. <gasps> but she's like the perfect, she's like the perfect travel companion. She, oh, she's great. She really is great. Um, but she would take us all the places that we needed to go and yeah. like whatever we needed to do. And she she knows. Like, she's one of those people that just knows her way around places. It's always been a trait that I'm super jealous of because she's like, oh, yeah, we just need to get on this and take a left here. And, oh, you've arrived at your destination. We have no GPS needed. No, it's crazy. I don't know how she does it. But once I've been somewhere, I get the hang of places pretty quickly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Like, anytime there's a metro system. So Mm -hmm. when I've been to like Barcelona, has a really like easy metro system as well as mm. London once you figure out where the hell you are and then yes. I'm like oh I can get anywhere in the city easy it's like yeah. I love it but yeah no that we should do that it would be a lot of fun I I know she would probably love it She'd be like, I yeah. love well and I like I gotta go to DC when I was in eighth grade right you mm-hmm. know that, that DC trip yeah and I didn't give a shit about no. any of the museums I went to right like, that's not a time in your life that you appreciate history. No. You have no concept of Mm-mm. how cool stuff is. I mean, maybe some kids do, but I was not at that I was not yet. either. I didn't care. And so now I'm like, I want to go back and I want to see the things that I've seen or even like re-see them. Yeah. My all older the museums. Eyes. All the museums, please. All of them. Yeah. All of them. So mm-hmm. I have to say that's our first trip. I think that would be a great time. And I know that she'd be like, Yes, please. Come see us. Come see us. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. Oh my gosh, All right. planet. Well, All right, there it. you go. Ricky, there you go. we're coming. We're coming. Coming for you. You know. Um, I did want to ask. So I was thinking about, you know, like we've got um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you know, those things. But I was thinking about our TikTok account. And I just don't know what people would want to see on our TikTok account. Mm. Um, so it's like, would you want to see like behind the scenes things of me and Haley recording, or would you want to see information on the topics we cover? Would you want to see kind of a hybrid of that? You know, yeah. I'm just curious what our curious friends would want from that. Because yeah, we have, what content we have a are you of, looking for? Like, options we could go for. Yeah, we could go for like Haley and I in real life, or we could go for yeah, you know some of our content or maybe just a hybrid of those things or we could just be a book talk account <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be our at life, this point our theme yeah. i've seen so That's many fine. beautiful libraries i know i can't handle it i was like makes what? me jealous How do you even although your library is beautiful 
Oh, thanks. You're Don't very sell sweet. It short. You're it's, so you're very it's sweet. beautiful. It's it takes really, up your whole living room. It does take up a lot of the living room and my entire nightstand. And and I've just added to it because I got Christmas money. Yeah. And so the choice is mine. I get to choose my own adventure. Yeah. And uh, I've bought probably more books than i should have but it's yeah. fine because i set myself a limit i set myself a budget and was oh. like hey you can spend this much money out of the christmas money and the rest of it you need to save and i st stayed true to that but oh, then wow. i had yeah it's fine anyway but then you went shopping again but then i went shopping again With i go no shopping christmas money. all the time all the time i, I, I know i got so i got a book cart we I talked know. about that like a few weeks ago. I got a book cart for my bedroom because I was like, I want a book cart. I want a little <laughs> rolling library. It's great. Um, And so, yeah, I've been starting to fill it. So I'm, my goal right now is I have books on there that I haven't read yet. Yeah. So it's like my to-be-read Yeah, pile, me too. Right? Me too. Mm -hmm. So – and then everything in my library downstairs is like, okay, I've read it, but I'm keeping mm -hmm. it because I don't – like getting rid of books. No, you want to build your library. Yeah, I like having yeah. them available. So right. I also put stuffed animals on it because it's not totally full yet, but I felt like I needed to fill it out with it. I love it. So I was like, oh, I'll put my stuffed animals that live in the closet. Yeah. They can live on the book cart. It's perfect. It's perfect. It is perfect. so. I love it. I love that you have a book cart now. Good job, Josh. Yeah. Yeah. Because he got you that for Christmas, right? Yeah, he did. Okay. He did. After our episode, I was like, okay, I really want a book cart. And he's like, okay, send me the link. All right. <laughs> All right. And I put it on our Instagram too. So we also have a highlight on our Instagram um, anytime we post about books in our stories. So that way you can see like what we're reading. You can check out our book mm -hmm. carts. I have Haley's book cart up, which is much more. Oh, full. you need no, you need to send a you need to put a picture of yours too. I, I did after oh. I, I got it ready. So nice. They're both up there. You can Yay. go check them out if you want the link for the cart. It's just from Michael's. It's really inexpensive. Yeah, it's like, and okay. it's really sturdy, believe me, because I since that past picture, I probably have I don't even know. She probably needs another one. I'm almost ashamed to admit that I have them like stacked clear up because it's full, but I won't be yeah. stopped. I won't yeah. be stopped. Sounds so lovely. I Book really want to go to Powell's with you. Have you been to Powell's before? Oh, I have, and I we we'd have to pack a lunch. We'd need we would. to take backpacks and pack a mm -hmm. lunch and juices and stuff so that we yeah. don't get famished. Yeah, spend all day. Oh my god, let's do it. I love Powell's. Big goals. Um, Big that's goals. I don't if you're not from the Pacific Northwest. That's a bookstore in Portland, and it is like three stories. And there are different rooms for mm -hmm. different genres of books. And they're all painted and decorated a little bit differently. It's like such an eclectic, weird – it's like almost like different buildings were kind of put together to make yeah. this whole city block mm -hmm. of bookstore. Bookstore. It's beautiful. Oh, it's gosh. beautiful. <laughs> Take me away. <laughs> yeah, it's lovely. So definitely – so good. So we'll, good. That, we'll, that, we'll add that to our list too. We'll Start a list. We're going to DC. We're going to Portland. Doing this stuff. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. How are we doing? Yeah, Uncle B. What are you talking to us about today in Uncle B's North Corner? Well, since I already touched on a whole bunch of the stuff about him, I figured I better go back and do some more stuff on Odin. Yay! I'm so nice. excited. Me too. Yeah. We get all of our questions answered. We didn't get answered last yeah. time. I'm gonna yeah, try there, to keep my there questions. There are some gaps that I'm definitely gonna fill in on this one. So nice. I figured this time I'll start again like I did with Loki and you know I'll have to remind our our curious friends to go back and listen to episode eleven before they listen to this one. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So um, they can have all those gaps filled in by this one. Perfect. So, uh, so okay, well, then we'll jump right in. We'll talk about Odin's family, where he comes from. His father is an Aesir named mm -hmm. Bor, and his mother is a Jotun woman named Besla. Oh, I didn't know she was Jotun. Yeah, she is. He's a half. He's a halfling. Not, not a short guy, but half and half. Yeah. <laughs> so... I I also didn't know that he had parents, not to sound stupid, but I just figured that he True. was like 
like he came into be like you know like your typical christian just god like he just pop, has, he just came into being the yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of parallels between the the norse and the way that the uh greek pantheons are set up so mm-hmm. you know zeus has parents so odin has parents makes sense all yeah. right um and similarly i'm going to talk about the creation myth because if you remember last time i was telling you about odin's brothers and i couldn't remember their names so I okay. went back and I did some stuff on that. And um, his brothers are Vili and Vey. Okay. And I mentioned last time that they're only really mentioned in this creation myth. Mm-hmm. So I have the creation myth that I want to talk about. Awesome. So, Yay. <laughs> in the beginning, there were only two realms. Mus- <laughs> Muspelheim, which is a land of fire, molten rock, a bunch of volcanic activity going on there mm-hmm. down in the south. And then there's Nephilheim, which is a frozen land. It's ice and mist and fog, and it's up north. Now, between these two places, there's this vast void, and it's oh. called Ganunga Gap. Whoa. Ganunga yeah. Gap. Ganunga Gap. The stuff that is coming from these other two realms can leak over into the gap. What's happening here is essentially the ice flow from Nephilheim moves towards Muspelheim. And in the void where the heat is enough to start melting the ice, mm-hmm. these rivers start to form. Okay. Mm-hmm. And where these these rivers are poisonous, noxious, like gross. Oh. Oh. But I'm so, I'm thinking like Rivendell and like, so like nice. oh, it's so yeah, beautiful. No. no, okay, got it. Thank you. <laughs> no, this, is like, <laughs> this is like primordial uh chaos, essentially. Ah, okay. Gotcha. So these poisonous waters eventually give rise to this being called emir emir isn't male and he isn't female okay so there's a little it's he's kind of the the norse gaia he also you know he's he doesn't have a a son uh son husband like like gaia does so anyway <laughs> son husband. Son husband. yeah Emir is huge, like just huge. And I, I called him he, but he's it's neither male or female. Sorry. They. Yeah, <laughs> they. My pronouns get correctly. Anyways, um, so from his armpits are born two Jotun. Oh. I've never heard of anyone being born from an armpit. It gets it gets weirder. Hang on a second. <laughs> so the there's a, a Jotun woman and a Jotun male born from each of his armpits. Okay. Okay. Also, there's mention of um, his legs copulating. And <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, I can't remember how many heads this has, but it's another Jotun. And it's like the Hecaton Kiris kind of. It doesn't have oh, all okay. the, the hands, but it has heads. Like, I want to say it's 20 heads. I can't oh, remember. That. I'll, I'll have to check that one. So that's born from his thighs, essentially. It's thighs again. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Just so rubbing like a that... cricket, like a cricket, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> rubbing together. <laughs> so okay, so Burry also in this void. There's cow, and we don't know where it comes from per se, but it's this giant cow called. Adumbola. Hmm. And she is actually what provides Ymir with nourishment, the milk from this cow. It can grow and, you know, get nourishment and everything from this cow. So, and this cow gets her nourishment from the ice flow from Nephilheim, where it's still ice. She licks the waters and that's where she gets fed, essentially. So wow. when she she starts feeding on this ice, she licks it, and from the ice, after three days, uh, Burry is uncovered, and we don't know <laughs> if he like formed from the waters and just was trapped in the ice, or some kind of other mystical magical thing happens. But this is the very first ace here is Burry. Okay, he okay, so comes from the ice. Licked from, from the ice. ice. He's licked, licked out from of the ice. Yeah. Okay. She got to it lickety split. Oh! So, <laughs> eventually, this Burry has a son with one of the Jotuns. Because after the they, well, they pop out from the armpit and then they start 
breeding. They're, you know, oh, they're, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're like I say they're they're kind of like the titans. We touched on that last time. So they're they're doing their own little thing, but sometimes they get intermixed because there's nobody else to mix with. Right. So Burry and this Jotunus have a son named Boar. And remember what Odin's father's name is? Boar. It's Boar. Uh (laughs) Okay. So Odin's parents, you know, they get to get, get, I I wrote down on my notes, they get busy, getting busy. Uh And they have three boys. And we already talked about that. Odin, Billy, and Bay. Okay. And these, the guys, they're just bored. They don't have anything to do. They're stuck in this gap where there's, you know, some heat. There's some water. It's really poisonous. There's some giant people around to, you know, get busy with if they want to. Uh, but they're like, there's really nothing to do. Right. We need to build, you know, uh, land or a realm to inhabit. And they're looking around and they're like, well, there's really nothing here that we can make solid ground out of. Oh, except there's Ymir. They're like, all right, well, it's going to suck, but we have to kill Ymir and use its bo- its parts to make these realms because that's all we have. I mean, it's the biggest thing. So they fight with Ymir. They kill it. Um, its blood flows out. Gray blood. They specifically oh. mentioned that. And the gray blood creates the seas and the waters. Oh. They pile up its bones. To make the mountains. <gasps> what? Wow, this thing's massive. Okay. Yeah. They pull, they pull out the teeth. The bigger ones, you got rocks. The smaller ones, you got pebbles. And some <gasps> of them that they break up, that's where the sand comes from. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And then when you look up, the sky that you're seeing is the inside of Ymir's skull. <gasps> so what? that's the, the dome above the earth. And, and uh, a, god, a god's head. Head. Exactly. And um, they, they say that also the, the stars and whatnot are what's left over the sparks that get stuck up there from Muspelheim. They're just thrown up into the the inside of the skull. That's crazy. Oh. Yeah. They've got this place now. They've got something to work with. They're like, all right, well, we need to make this place in the middle is really nice. We need to protect that. And it depends on which source you use. Some people say Ymir's eyebrows, but some people say Ymir's eyelashes. So they basically ra- uh, they go around this this nice fertile land in the air in the middle, and they pile the eyebrows and or eyelashes around to protect it from the outside realms. And this is this is Midgard. This is the yeah. I was going to eventually... ask that. I was like, yeah. is this considered Midgard? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is eventually what where the the men are going to be yeah that's all done and then they're like all right well now we got this nice place we need something to inhabit it they find these pieces of driftwood they find an ash log and an elm log Mm -hmm. and they stand them up in the ground and they carve them they carve the ash into a man and they carve the elm into a woman (sighs) and odin breathes life into these logs so now they're beings they're not just hunks of wood and the other brothers also bestow traits that they'll need to survive and prosper you know in in their new land so right. these are basically the norse adam and eve yeah and i was gonna, gonna say, say this a, sounds like adam and eve yeah like a ash and e elm mm-hmm. right it gets, it gets better because their names in old norse are ask and embla ask and embla yeah so those are yeah super parallel and this stuff comes from uh, our good friend Snorri Sturluson. Oh, Snorri. Snorri! So the one of the big things with Snorri is that he likes to put a little Christian imagery into it. So this could be where he got the name Ask and Embla. So there might be earlier uh, depictions of this, but I'm pretty sure that he comes up with those names. So that's creation. That we have a world, we have people. Ymir has just been hacked to pieces in... Uh, Poor he's thing. in his body parts. Yeah. yeah. I also forgot the world, to mention. Right? Or Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the realms are actually made of Ymir, except for yeah. oh, Nefelheim and um, Muspelheim. When this uh, 
deluge comes out, the great flood of Ymir's blood, it mm-hmm. wipes out all the Jotun except for two of them, oh, a male and a female. Oh. And they, they have a similar arc tale, essentially. They get on a boat, they're saved, and then they go off to populate Jotunheim. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So that's another little parallel mm-hmm. with the, the Christian. <clears throat> and that's why I'm pretty sure that Snorri is the one that tells most of these. I, I can't not 100% confirm or deny that. But right. we continue on with his family. We already know from last time that his wife is Frigg. Mm-hmm. And there are some sources that link Frigg and Freya as one being. Oh, but okay. That's another one you can't really say yes or no. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So many interpretations. Yeah, that's that's the one of the things I was going to get into in just a second, because uh, I'm going to tell you about his kids now. We already know that Thor is Odin's son with the mm-hmm. Earth Goddess, and her name is Jord. Okay. And then we have Baldur, which we talked about last time a little bit with Frigg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Vidar, who we talked about a little bit, I think, last time. Maybe not. Uh, but that's the one that avenges him at at Ragnarok, after, oh, okay. uh, after uh, the Fenris wolf eats him. Vidar comes from the Jotunus Gidar, and their brother Vali, a different Vali, not not Vili, Vali, is the one that ends up avenging Baldur. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he's born from the Jotunus Rinder. Baldur's the one that gets killed at the Feast of Thirteen. Mm. So he like we talked okay. about it in episode like the third unlucky thirteen. 13. So Baldur's the mm-hmm. one who was murdered because right. Loki showed up, and then there was all this like negative. Gotcha. Okay. Right? So yeah, all together. Well, well, when we do the Ragnarok episode, we'll go through all that because yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's a little bit vindictive stuff that goes on. All Do you that, mean Ragnarok episodes? I feel like it's going to be more than one. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I think, sure. I think I might be able to compile it all into one, but we'll see, okay. we'll see how we go. All right. Okay. And then those are the, I want to say, confirmed, quote unquote, confirmed children of o- Odin. Uh-huh. There's Like we were saying before, there's so many variations on these myths. So we've got the Eddas. We've got the, the Prose Edda from Snorri. Uh-huh. We've got the Poetic Edda, which is thought to be compiled by a list of authors you know just all written down mm-hmm. throughout the centuries after the the verbal tradition mm-hmm. and then there's also other skaldic poems that give us snippets here and snippets there and um yeah there's so many different variations like when Haley was going off about the valkyries there's mm-hmm. so many variations so stuff yeah. yeah there's so many variations of the way they tell sigurd's story mm-hmm. yeah and if you look at it, even uh, they even have a Germanic version, which is Siegfried. Oh, yeah. Oh. I saw yeah. that a lot, too. So yeah. I wasn't sure which way to say it. So I just went with the original. That I'm well, yeah, actually, technically, the original probably would be Siegfried. Because, oh, yeah. li- like I said, uh, all this should stem from Germanic uh, uh-huh. language. But, right. but there's so many variations. So it's like, you know, you've got one guy saying one thing over here and another guy saying one thing over here. But the the whole, you know, the general gist of it is is all pretty much the same. Along with that, we have some extra, quote unquote, extra children that Snorri adds to Odin. Oh, okay. So Snorri tells us that Hemdaler is also the son of Odin. But mm-hmm. what we see in other sources is he might be kind of like just became because he's one of the older gods. Mm. It's mentioned that he's the son of nine mothers. What? How yeah. does that work? Okay, exactly. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get to my theory on this in just a second. Okay. So it says he's the son of nine mothers, and and Snorri is the only one that attaches Hemdal to Odin. Okay. So it's said that he's the son of nine mothers. It's also mentioned that there are nine sisters, nine young oh. sisters as well. But in some of the skaldic poems, um, I believe in the poetic Edda even there's a passage where it clearly states that he's uh, the whitest of all Aesir. And this doesn't mean palest or, or anything. It's it's essentially um, a way to say that he's the purest. I was going to say, mm. is it like he's good? Like he has a good heart? He's yeah. Good guy. Yeah. yeah but good guy, this, this kind of also ties into my, my theory, which I'll get to in just a second. But it also says that he is one of the wisest Vanir. 
Okay. In the same passage. So he's interesting. Somehow he's Jotun, Aesir, and Vanir. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So my theory here is that I believe that the son of nine mothers refers to the nine realms. Oh. And I believe the whitest also can mean that Yggdrasil is his father. Remind us who that is. Yeah. That's the world tree that connects all the nine realms. Oh. So I think he I think he sprung from the world tree. That's oh, the Oh, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. I like so your that, theory. I do like your theory. theory. Yeah. And yeah. I've never seen anything to support or or anything on that, but it's something I was thinking at, about as I was doing some of this. Makes sense. Yeah, okay. no, that's good. That actually makes a lot of sense. I bet Snorri would agree. I bet Snorri pro- would agree. Probably not. Oh, dang. <laughs> Snorri, you don't know anything. Get out well, here. <laughs> Snorri is so difficult to deal with. A lot of scholars do not like him. <laughs> they do not like any of the stuff that he says because it's quote-unquote made up. Or, oh, you know, no. he, he Christianizes it too much. Or, mm-hmm. but... I like Snorri. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on the Snorri bandwagon here <laughs> because without Snorri, we don't have a lot of these tales complete. Yeah, right. Like we have, like I say, snippets here and snippets there, and you know, we we hear mention of a lot of the myths in, um, uh, like Havamal, when when Odin is going back and forth, uh, talking about the knowledge that he has. Mm-hmm. We get little bits here little bits there but without snorri we don't have like a really comprehensive tale it's just all this and that and this and that and you got to kind of stack it all together so yeah <laughs> snorri really helps us get to the the bottom of a lot of this stuff a full picture yeah so snorri also says that Tyr, who is the god of war is also one of odin's sons but oh there's a portion of the poetic Edda where uh, it's the story where Thor goes fishing for the world serpent, where Tyr is clearly stated to be the son of Hymir, the Jotun. Oh. oh, okay. So, yeah, there's that. And then there's Hod or Holder, the blind. Mm-hmm. And we talked about him last time, and he's supposed to be the son of Frigg, too, and Odin. And there's really no other place that it contradicts this. By scholars, it's uh, considered to be quote-unquote true. Because, yeah. The whole brother slaying thing uh, really ties into Ragnarok, too. So that's another portion of that. Okay. Okay. So that's his family. Nice. All right. So uh, um, last time I I mentioned uh, the Kennings. Do you remember that? One of the reasons one of the reasons that they wrote down all these things is so they could maintain the kennings, the the terms that they would use for uh, daily things, you know. Um, let's see. What did I say last time? Uh, their vernacular terms for you know uh, certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of wanted to to dive into that and give you some examples. Okay, oh, perfect. So um, a kenning is basically a figure of speech. So um, one of the things that they say a lot is they're setting a table for or feeding um, eagles or ravens or wolves. Okay. That just essentially means that there's going to be a battle and a lot of deaths. Oh. Oh, setting a table for the, like. Oh, yeah. Setting a table for the eagles, you're, gotcha. you're going to kill some people. When yeah. the brain figures out words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And <laughs> also, a lot of the, the heroes are said to be followed by ravens or wolves or eagles, you know, to. Yeah. Because they can count on their badasses and they can kill people and feed them. You're you're gonna feed me. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Cool. Okay. So also a little dark. Yeah. Well, I mean, we know we know the Norse and their battles. They're like, yeah, let's do this. Let's kill some people. Yeah, let's kill some people. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) I didn't I yeah. I mean, and this goes back to what we were just saying about uh the Ragnarok thing, but there's only really one crime. 
in the Norse world, and that's uh, blood killing. You you can't kill Mm-hmm. your family. Yeah. Right. And there's constant feuding between families, and that's perfectly fine as long as it is Doesn't evened result. out somehow. Yeah. You know, we have we have the uh, the Ver guilds and things like that. If you kill someone, you have to pay pay their family essentially. Yeah. Stuff Oh, interesting. like that. So, okay. Uh, there's another set of kennings I kind of wanted to talk about here Okay. real fast too. Question. Here we go. Okay. No, go Here ahead. we go. If it, I'm Norse and my one of my family members is slain in battle, which is the As long, goal, right? as long as it's not me. Right. Not you. It's not you. Someone else. Someone else. But then, like, A that fourth person, cousin three that times person removed. was slain in battle and they were like, heroic and they did their best or whatever and then like so i know that they went to valhalla which is great great Right. move Right. right Okay. but I guess then it could do be i me also at that point. get hiding do i also get <laughs> you know paid no, no, because that that's usually going to happen in a battle situation. right The the point where you get a, a war guild or uh, the revenge killings is when it happens in daily life. Oh, okay. yeah So, like, yeah you got in a yeah fight in the supermarket, and right I right accidentally killed your son, and here you go. Okay. right yeah yeah Right. we're, we're fighting over the same beats or whatever and yeah <laughs> Those are, must be some delicious beats. Some you know delicious I, beats. like we've we've went over this before is <laughs> there's not much there so they they have to compete for the resources Yeah. and that's where it all comes from so Okay. Thanks you mess for with the my clarification. sheep i'm gonna kill you and then yeah you get to your family gets paid because i killed you or they get to take revenge by killing me or a member of my family and it's just a never-ending Just always. Hatfield and McCoy situation. <laughs> wow. All right. Cool. So, okay. Um, now, I wanted to talk about this last kenning, uh, and they all mean the same thing. I'm going to tell you what they are, and then I want you to guess what they are, what the Okay. kenning is. Ready. Okay. Uh, the Serpent's Lair, Freya's, Freya's Tears, and Sif's Golden Hair. They all mean the same thing. Or Sif's Serpent's hair, sorry. I said golden. Lair. Hair, tears. And what was the first one again? Serpent's Lair, Sif's hair, and Freya's tears. Betrayal? That's my only guess. Okay, wait, hang on. Let me think. You get a guess, I get a guess. Hang on. Yeah, let's see. Hang on. Okay, Hannah, let's let's remember that a serpent is the same thing as a dragon, essentially. Fire? <gasps> Treasure. Is it like <gasps> gold? Exactly. Fuck, Yeah. you're so good. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> well, you gave me a very yeah, good I, I I prodded you. I even said Sif's golden hair, even though it's golden just Sif's hair. hair. Yeah, yeah, I messed that up. I wasn't thinking So, about that. I didn't know Frey's tears were <laughs> golden uh, they're also uh, or valuable. I, uh, Frey's tears can also be interpreted. Interpreted. I can't even talk. Say that word. Interpreted. Interpreted. There, interpreted. Interpreted. <laughs> interpreted. I, I got Twitter painted, so I said interpreted. So, uh, they can also be uh, interpreted as, um, oh, what's that stuff uh, where the tree sap solidifies and Amber. amber, amber. Yeah, Oh, that's it. okay. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Everyone knows that's how we got <laughs> dinosaurs. <laughs> oh, Did right. you hear Yeah. they just found a fossilized The dinosaur dinosaur egg? egg? I saw it the day it came out. of course you I did was peeing in my pants. I was like, this is the coolest fucking <laughs> thing I've ever seen because they of can course see you did how it was like, sorry to go off gestation on a tangent, no but it's it okay was like curled in its egg and it was like fully formed and oh cool they figured out that it like they get into a position so that they can break out of the egg and it was like almost in this position because it's like what chickens do now and like from 65 million years ago to today when chickens are hatching it's the same fucking thing Same the same process. process <gasps> yeah well, I mean, i was the eating chicken, that up i so cool chickens are their closest <laughs> living relatives. it's true Yeah. if you just put a tail on the end of a chicken Yeah. it's gonna walk like a t-rex did or a raptor did Yeah. yeah Yep. sorry we can Hilarious. tangent on dinosaurs because <laughs> i will we'll be here talk forever. all day about it Forever. i was having a moment when i said that out loud i was like did i make that up <laughs> like is that real news you know and i was like oh my god no, it totally was. no Yeah. okay cool That's cool. Yeah, Chickasaurus Rex. Okay. All right. So we talked about the Kennings. Uh, we also talked a little bit about some of the things that Odin does for knowledge last time. So we talked about his throne, right? 
he can see all over the the nine realms from his throne atop mm -hmm. uh, oh, okay. the place on Asgard, which gives him some knowledge about what's going on. Mm -hmm. uh, we did touch on his ravens. I'll get into those a little bit more later. But he's always basically looking for knowledge so he can figure out some way to get out of his fated death and his the fall of Asgard at the end of Ragnarok. So basically, that's his motivation. He's always looking for something to, to get him out of this predicament that's coming. We already talked about last time as well um, how he sacrifices himself. Just want to expound yeah. on that just a little bit. Uh, he hangs himself from Idrisil. We already know this. This is the world tree. Right. And he also runs himself through with Gungnir, the spear. Oh, shit. Oh. Which, that adds a little bit to the Christian imagery there because he's hung up suffering yeah. and and stabbed the spear. Instead of, instead of the spear of destiny, it's Gungnir. So this and is he, two... Sorry to interrupt you. This is at the same time he's hung himself and then he stabs himself, or is it two different events? No, it's the same thing. Yeah, it's the same day. Okay, he's same hanging day. from the That's tree. He's got day. a spear there, and he goes, "Wow, holy right. shit!" Right, wow. yeah. So he does that, and he he hangs there for nine days. And I, like I said last time, he's quote unquote dead. Not really, but he. Right. Uh, he's essentially he's suffered enough. So that the the magic of the runes reveal themselves to him. Okay. So wow, that, that gave that's me goosebumps. What <laughs> that's what it's all about: is his gaining the knowledge of the runes, sacrificing himself to himself, hanging from the tree, stabbing wow. himself, and um, the Norns are the ones that can actually do runes before him. So there's mention of him reaching down into Nephilim to obtain the runes. There's also a different where they come up to him and reveal themselves. Okay. So that's that. And then we talked about Mimir as well. And I know that there were some requests from at least a couple of people about what? Tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> so this is where Odin loses his eye. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. So a little bit of clarification here. So at the far end of Jotunheim, where one of the three roots of Idrisil is watered, it's in Mimir's well. And okay. Mimir is this guy. Okay. His origins are never really like laid out in front of us. Mm -hmm. But uh, it is mentioned that he's the brother of Besla. We remember that name. Mm -mm. I the don't. Creation myth? No. I'm sorry. Bessler. There's so many names. I There's know. so many names. This is why I'm bringing it up so we don't get lost. <laughs> okay. Besla, Besla is Odin's mom. Oh, okay. Yep. So, since he's the brother of Besla, the Jotun, that would make him a Jotun and Odin's uncle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there's also... Uncle. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's also mentions of him being Aesir, too. So, I don't know. There's, okay. you know, back and forth with all this. Depends on who you talk to. And, yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. Mimir is smart. He's super smart. He's, like... He can tell the future. He knows what's going to happen next Tuesday in this little corner of the world. And he knows what happened 5,000 Tuesdays back in the same corner. Wow. Okay. So essentially Mimir is all knowing and he's all knowing because he drinks from his well. Okay. Right. Well Mimir. Mm -hmm. This somehow uh, Idrisil creates this knowledge in this well because it's okay. roots in there. So, uh, it's just similar with the Norns. The Norns are next to another well. In, a, in Nephilim, I believe, where one of the other roots is. Okay. And they gain power and wisdom from this. So, you know, they're the ones that, that map out men's lives. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. So each well has some sort of... Significance. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or, or power. Um, yeah. So anyways, uh, Odin, in his quest for knowledge, is like, well, sh I need to go see my uncle... I need to get a drink from this well so I can be smart. So mm -hmm. Odin likes to dress up in this long blue cloak and a wide brimmed hat so that no one can tell it's him. Oh, <laughs> very, very. Yeah. It's not no, really that. <laughs> it's not really that incognito because he dresses the same way every time he's trying yeah. to be like incognito, but hiding. 
they'll never know it's me (laughs) but this time it it essentially works because he's got to go through yoten time all the way through it to the middle and the the very end like i said where the the tree is and he's got to do it without getting accosted by the yoten right they don't like him they want to kill him and the feeling is mutual right so he risks life and limb and goes to see his uncle mimir he gets down there without incident and you know he's like okay uh mimir i'm here to get a drink from your well and and mimir's like hell no <laughs> no way. <laughs> so Odin's like, come on. I'm your I'm your nephew. You know, my sister or your sister Bessla is my mother. You know, Help give me a drink. Out. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, I'll do whatever you want. Just give me a drink. He's like, all right, well, the the price is high. For a drink of this water and a fraction of my knowledge to give me your eye and put it in the Ugh, gross. Owen's like, all right, well, Mimir's not messing around. He's not going to joke. I've already risked life and limb. What's an eye? Right. Yeah. Like, he doesn't even hesitate. He's like, just give me a knife. So, what's, what's an eye? What's an right? eye? You got another Pl- one. Plucks out his eye with a <sighs> knife and puts it in the well. <sighs> yeah, okay. All right. He's nope. got an eye in the well. And Mimir's like, all right, well, here's the, the gala horn, mm-hmm. which that's the same horn that, uh, Hemdall keeps after this. Okay. That he will blow to awaken the gods at Ragnarok. Okay. Okay. For some reason, Mimir has it. And then, so he, he drains this horn and he's filled with knowledge and he's happier, but he still doesn't learn anything to save him or his people from Ragnarok. Aww. So he's kind of, kind of bummed out about that. Still I mean, I guess I a drink and just knowing everything yeah. yeah i mean i uh, guess i was worth it well yeah i mean he gave to try to save his, yeah 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 and it's like, still only a fraction of, of mimir's knowledge yeah but it's still it's vast i mean it's it's way better than you know your average ace year van year yeah not your average god <laughs> smarter no. smarter than your average god there you go nice you know. i actually like that Write that down. I am. So, <laughs> I'm going to tell you about another thing he does for some more knowledge. And it actually has to do with another god that's smarter than the average god. Okay. So that kind of worked out. Um, caveat, now, this one's hard. So, Haley, you can <laughs> you can uh, sympathize with me on this one. <laughs> Kavasir. Okay. Uh, so that this, sounds right. That person. Yeah. Kivasir. Yeah, it took me a second. I just had to <laughs> arrange my tongue for this. Um, so Kivasir was this being that's created from... We talked about the Titanomachy equivalent with the war of the, the Aesir and Vanir last time. Right. So at the, mm-hmm. at the end of this And war, now we know about the Titanomachy. Yeah, we do. We do. We do. I haven't quite finished it, but I'm there. Um, yeah, so now they finish this war and, you know, they do the God Exchange program. We know this. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also spit into this uh, cauldron to oh, yeah. seal the truce. I so the cauldron, when all this saliva is mixed together, that's where Kavasir comes from. He arises from all this spittle essentially yeah so but he's super smart like because he's got parts of all of these gods right so he's he's essentially um the equivalent to mimir except for in god form he's like all right well i'm here now i'm super smart i'm gonna go out into the world and anybody who wants to ask me anything can ask me and i will tell them the answer Wow, cool. So he, he goes out into the realms and he's, you know, walking around and he's answering people's questions. Well, it gets to this point where he's he runs across these two dwarf brothers and their names are Fjaller and Galler. Fjaller. Fjaller and Galler. <laughs> okay, but these guys are like these guys are assholes. These guys are the biggest pricks 
that you've ever seen walking around in dwarf bodies. Um, All right. <laughs> they're just been, they're they're not nice. They 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 do whatever they can for themselves, which includes torturing and hurting people for entertainment. Oh, what a bunch oh. of dicks! Suck them. Yeah, yeah. These guys suck. They yeah. suck. Welcome. So eventually, he comes upon them, and uh, they're like, "Well, why don't you come back to our place? We got some stuff we want to talk to you about." So mm -hmm. they coax Kivasir into coming back to their house, where they kill him. Oh, they kill him. They drain his blood into this cauldron, and what they mix it with honey, and then they make this mead from this. No. <laughs> okay, don't get too carried away. <laughs> so reel it in, Haley. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. reel it in because I got some. Good, I got some good news here in a minute. Okay. So, all right. So they make this mead, and it's called Odorir. Okay. And that's that's the name of the mead. Um, it has something to do with madness, I believe. Uh, the, okay. Like the root of Oda for Odin. Uh, he is the mad one. Okay. okay. So the Odorir is something about madness. And it, it has the dual connotation as it does in English. Um, it can mean you're pissed off or it can mean you're crazy. Okay. Oh, okay. So take that as you will. Just a little okay. snippet along the way. Um, so they make this all the rear, and uh, essentially anyone who drinks from this, they gain knowledge and the ability to compose poetry. This is what's called the meat of poetry. Okay. Oh. So. Well, I might drink this mead. I don't like mead. I've tried it, and I was. But not... it has someone's blood in it. That's. Fucking... But you'd just be like an artist after. I mean, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be? Wouldn't it be saliva? Well, then blood isn't it too so backwash well, I mean, blood and honey he came from <laughs> backwash saliva. blood and honey yeah yeah i mean still i mean okay yeah would you want to drink no you wouldn't want to drink that you wouldn't you cannot tell me you'd want to drink backwash someone's blood mixed with a little splash of honey well not if it wasn't gonna help you in some way but if you want to be a, a poet or if you, you want to be smarter like odin always wants to be smarter so it might be feasible for one little sip. One little sip, Haley. Stop peer pressuring me, you guys. <laughs> Just, hey, do like do like your mom told you when you were eating vegetables. Plug your nose and just just, just shut your eyes. Get no it tight. down. Just get it down. <laughs> just like take a shot. It'll be fine. Oh, get yeah. a chaser. You'll you'll be it's gonna all right. be great. We're gonna be and so it probably smart. tastes decent. You know, I mean. Ugh. <laughs> all right now where was i you guys got me all sidetracked <laughs> anyways kavasir comes back <laughs> that's where we were okay okay yeah so these dwarves we've already discussed that they're assholes and mm -hmm. along comes this Jotun, and he wants to do something show them something essentially they go out into a boat somewhere and this poor bastard they drowned him <gasps> oh so good, they drowned him, good. they go back, and his wife comes looking for him. Oh. They're like, oh, well, we'll show you where he, he drowned. And takes him out, takes her out to where he drowned, and she's just wailing and crying. And, you know, one of the brothers is just like, all right, shut up. And she oh. doesn't. She doesn't stop crying. She doesn't stop wailing. They're like, all right, well, we'll throw her in, too. She drowns. Wow. Jesus. She was being annoying. I mean, come on. Wouldn't she just kill someone if they were being annoying? Yeah. No, no. No, no you wouldn't. These, <laughs> these dwarves are fucked up people. <laughs> no, I would not. So eventually the son of these two Jotun, Sotengur, Sotengur, he finds out what happens with his parents and he goes to these dwarves and he's like, All right, you're done. He ties okay. him up, takes him out in the boat, he knows where his parents drowned, and he sets him on these rocks that are right where his parents drown. It's low tide, and as soon as the high tide comes, they're going to drown, and he's going to sit there and watch it and, like, enjoy it. Mm -hmm. So the dwarves are like, oh, come on. You don't want to do this. You know, it's... We, we have this mead. We'll, we'll give you this mead in exchange for our lives. And it's... And they explain that it's the mead of poetry. Drink it, you get wisdom, and you can put down some sick rhymes, and, you know, <laughs> everything's going to be good. We, just do this and 
you got that and and we're free and we're even there's your war guild it's mm-hmm. like all right so he does that and he takes this oh. mead and he takes it to his home next to a, a huge mountain and he puts Odrir inside this mountain with his daughter Gunlov. Gunlov is there to guard this meat. So she's a super badass Jotun chick and she's got a spear and a sword and anybody that tries to come take it. <laughs> if they can get into the sealed mountain, by the way. So enter Hyungin and Munin. Now these are Odin's ravens. Oh, I didn't Hyung- know they had names. Yeah, Hyungin is translated as thought and Munin is translated as memory. Okay. So every day these these ravens they go out and they're scouting around, seeing what's what, and then they go back and report to Odin, hey, this is this, or this mm. this happened, or check this one out, you know. So they're another means of him gathering knowledge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they go back and they report to him about this meat. Ah. He's like, Oh, cool. I need that. So he makes some arrangements to set out a big vat in the courtyard in Asgard. Oh. And then he okay. puts a whetstone in his pocket that's mystical, I guess. And he takes it with him and puts on his, his incognito clothes, you know, the white brim <laughs> hat and the blue, the blue robe. Never know yeah. it's me. Yeah, they'll, they'll never tell. You know, he's got the eye patch at this point. So oh, yeah. unrecognizable. Yeah, no one knows. <laughs> no, no one, one knows, knows. It's me. <laughs> so, and he calls himself Bolverker, which translates to evil doer. Oh, which he's is, posing as a bad guy. Yeah, it's just great. You know, that's the kind of guy you want to hang out with. It's just Bolverker. his alter ego. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Essentially, it, it is one of his egos. So, and he sets out for Jotunheim. So he's going mm-hmm. to Jotunheim. So. This is where our, our friend the Gallows God pulls some like really Loki-esque planning and plotting to oh, get this okay. mead. Mm-hmm. So the first thing he does is he goes to Sotengur's brother Baugi's land. And Baugi's got these nine slaves working away in the field. And and they're reaping uh either they're reaping a harvest or they're cutting the grass essentially. It's one mm-hmm. of those two things with their scythes. Okay. So Odin basically tells them, you guys, you're fucking up. You're so slow. I could do that a hundred times faster. Your scythes are all die or are, are all uh, dull and they can't, they can't cut this grass. Well, they're like, okay, well, what would you do about it? He's like, give me your scythes. I'll sharpen them with this whetstone. <laughs> so he does. He grabs this whetstone. He knocks it all out and, these things are razor sharp now and they're cutting like champs. So they're yeah. like super fast cutting in it. And the slaves are really impressed. So they're like, Oh, what could we do to acquire this whetstone? And it's like, Oh, you don't have to do anything. I'll just give it to one of you. Oh, so he says, why don't you just gather all up as close as you can here and I'll throw the whetstone in the air. And the one of you that catches it, it's yours. Hmm. So they get hmm. really close together and Odin throws this thing way up in the air. And they all jump and they're not paying attention to what they're doing except for where this stone is going. But these sides are razor sharp <gasps> and they're all still holding their size and they just hack each other to bits. No, what? Gross. Not, oh my God. Not Gummies. one of them survives jumping for the whetstone. So Odin's like, oh all right. my gosh. Mission wow. accomplished. That, that was his intent. That's, that's why he did this. Like wow. I chopped all these dudes up and I didn't even have to raise a finger except for, you know, flick my wrist and throw this thing. So scoops up his whetstone, and later wow. he goes to to Baugi's house, and he, Baugi's just, just distraught. You know he's he's got no more slaves to bring in his harvest. He's he's got all this work he's got to do. He can't mm-hmm. find nine more at this point mm-hmm. in the season. And Bolverker goes, "Don't worry, I can do the work of nine men easily." Mm-hmm. But if I do this and I work for you for the summer, you're going to help me get a drink of your brother's mead. Oh, so Baggy's like, great. oh, okay. Yeah, I got this. So, so essentially Odin 
he kicks ass all summer long, does all the work <laughs> he needs to do. He does the work of like 12 men as opposed to, to nine. So mm-hmm. he just knocks it dead. So Bowie's indebted to him and he's like, all right, well, let's go get this, this sip of mead for you. So they go to Suttengur and he, it's like, no, you can't have any of what it is. None. Mm-hmm. And his brother's like, well, I mean, they were my parents too. Don't I get some of the Vargil? And he's like, no, no, you just can't have it. <laughs> so they have to come up with something else. So they leave and they end up going to the mountain and they've got this drill and it has a name, but I did not write down the name of the the drill. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially there's this drill and they drill into this mountain, right? Until they can see they've entered the cavern where um Gunlod and Odorir are, are in there. Mm-hmm. Right. So they they could see in there and Od- Odin's like, all right, well, I'm gonna go get this. So he ship ships into a snake mm-hmm. and he starts going through the hole. And at this point, uh Baugi's just like, I don't know, he has a change of heart or um something happens where he's just like well fuck this dude i'm gonna stab him so he tries to kill odin in snake form oh and in doing so he blocks this hole that he went through so there's no chance he's getting back out that way oh okay so, I, and i don't know why this happens or or why or it just that's the way it's stated he just flipped the script on him for some reason um well maybe maybe my guess is like he now he knows he's not just human possibly no? yeah he, yeah. Sh- he ships, oh. ships oh this is not this is not yeah a dude. he's this like is... i'm not dealing with just some <clears throat> some guy yeah maybe right? he's afraid of snakes you guys oh uh, could be maybe could be yeah. this all happens Odin's blocked in there he slithers into this cavern where uh gunlod is hanging out with this uh this mead this odor mm-hmm. and so Odin ship ships into an especially handsome Jotun. Right, and he he starts to seduce Gunlod, and after three days smashing, banging out, getting busy, whatever you want to call it, smashing, (laughs) she agrees. She agrees to let him have a sip of Odorir, and when he takes the sip, he drinks it all. It's gone. Like he downs it. It's it's done. Bastard. Right, right, and then so immediately after he drinks this, he ship ships into an eagle, and he's out. I don't know where he gets out, but he's out. Like he flies out of the mountain and Locking. he's heading to, heading towards Asgard. Shitty. That's oh, shitty. Man. That's well, a I'm, shitty way to play it. Well, you don't want to share knowledge with your enemies, the Jotun, right? If you're true, you're I forget they're true. Yeah, they're not friends, even though Seducer. you just you know, yeah. 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 It's probably like you're so beautiful. I'm gonna right? get that need. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm doing is well, getting this. He's just sitting in a mountain alone. No, I mean, it's yeah, nice to have someone to talk to. Right? Three day, three days of passion out of it too, you know. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> so All right. okay, so Odin gets out of this mountain. He's headed home, but uh, Sutengar he sees this. He's like, "There's a bird that just flew out of the mountain where my meat oh, is." Oh hell no! What in the hell is going yeah. on? I. He knows, you know, whatever is happening, this bird has his meat. He needs to get it. Right. So, Sultangar ship ships too into an even bigger eagle. What? Ooh. And he's flying after Odin, like catching, gaining him. And this literally, literally scares the shit out of Odin. <laughs> so, Sultangar is getting close and he's about to grab him. And Odin lets go and he shat. This <laughs> nasty mead spray all over Sultangar's face. Gross. <laughs> and this essentially <laughs> makes Sultangar stop pursuing, and you know oh, he, yeah. he, he can't see. You know it's a shitty deal all around. <laughs> so he goes home, and Odin goes, and he he regurgitates all the rest of the mead into Gross. this waiting waiting cauldron that's in in the the courtyard that we discussed. Oh, okay. So now he's accomplished his mission. You know, he's got Odorir for the gods, and the the Jotun don't have it, and he can imbibe it, whatever. But it's said that whomsoever drinks of this 
this uh mead, this odor, is they can uh compose poetry. Right. Eloquent poetry. Mm-hmm. But it also mentions that the place where bad poetry comes from is what's left over of the shitty mead. <gasps> oh. So if you like to be a poet, but your rhymes don't really, no, your rhymes don't really click with people. Yeah. You drank some shit that came from Odin's ass. Oh, literally. No. Wow. Oh no. So yeah. Yuck. Amazing. That, that's testing. That's <laughs> all about Odin's quest for knowledge there. Wow. Nice. Yeah. That is crazy. I figured that was a good note to end on. You know, you won't get shat in the face. Yeah, I think <laughs> this is the first time that anything's been shit on. In right, I agree. That, our episodes, that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Possibly. I mean, we've I we've it. had uh, semen expulsion ep- episodes, but a couple. A couple. <laughs> a couple. Oh my gosh! Yeah, but we had not yet progressed to shit. Yeah, yeah, we well, now have. Yeah. Now Leave we've it got me. it. We're just working our way. We're just working our way through all the fluids. Well, we we got spit in this one too. So and blood. We got spit. blood, spit, vomit, shit. Um, it's yeah, good. We're doing pretty good, and I'm I'm sure uh, that the, even though I didn't mention it, Odin was banging out in the mountains, so there was yeah. some semen semen there too. <laughs> yeah, Flying. yeah, first everywhere. Flying. What? Gross. Gross. It makes so, me think of uh, what's that movie with Will Smith when he is like a superhero and he's in his trailer and he's <laughs> he's jacking off and he is, is that Hancock? It. Yeah, and it like freaking shoots to the roof of his fucking trailer. I, is that why his name is that. is Hancock? Because he's probably probably. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. See what I did there? Yeah, yeah I, I, I do. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, but no, that's great. Can, well, thanks, Uncle can does and will happen. Yeah, of course. No yeah, extra questions. I don't think so. I'm sure as soon no. as we let you go, then I'll have questions. But no, that mm-hmm. was great. It was a good overview of good. Odin. And we know a bit more about him and his, like, how, I guess, how important knowledge was. Yeah. Right? He was quest yeah. for knowledge. Crazy shit for it. Man. Well, and that's basically how he functioned. pretty crazy shit yeah exactly but that's basically how he functions in in all of the the uh the prose edda the poetic edda and the skaldic Mm -hmm. poetry you don't really get a lot of odin doing anything else battle much yeah you basically it's the quest for knowledge and he likes to challenge people with that knowledge um he does um there's one where he goes back and forth with, uh, I want to say a dwarf. It could be a Yoden. I could be wrong. But it's just a back and forth about, did you know about this? Like, just, mm. just displaying his knowledge. Oh. And this, this gotcha. other character is displaying more knowledge. Um, and then the only, only other one I can really think of is where he's uh, incognito Odin again. And he's uh, basically on one side of a river and Thor is on the other side. And they're talking shit back and forth. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so essentially, he he eventually figures out, oh, this is this is my dad. But you know, uh, yeah, they're just talking shit. Well, I've done this and I've done that. They're just it's a manliness yeah. contest, essentially. Oh my god! Yeah, Thor is kind of like, at least what when I like I read the Neil Gaiman Norse mythology. Myth. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Norse mythology, and he's just. He's not what Marvel makes him to be. Oh he's no, no, he's he's definitely not the, the blonde, the blonde surfer dude, super buffed, no. and he's a, a ginger asshole essentially. Yeah, he's you know. just kind of a dick. Yeah, oh. uh, he's, yeah uh, really funny. I, I guess probably Thor is going to have to be the next one since we're touching on this stuff already. Yeah, yeah, so, I think so. Um, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Thank for you so much. Absolutely. I, I enjoy it. I, I enjoy it immensely. It, it's been yeah. fun. Awesome. Well, we love having you. Yeah. Um, I, I get to uh, have the, the the privilege of being the only, the first repeating guest. Yeah, so. first repeat. Yeah. 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 So. We're so excited. We're like, is it, I think it's time. I think it's, I think time. it's time. time to come back. Yeah. <laughs> I all right. No. Well, yeah, it, it doesn't take me too long to put these together. So whenever you're ready to do it again, just give me a holler. Heck yeah, yeah we, we will. will. All right. Heck thanks, me. Uncle B. 
All right. Thank, thank you. you. Have a good rest of your day. All right. You too. Bye. 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 No, that was so fun. It was so, so good. Fun. Yeah. I'm like, I love it's crazy getting how a little deep bit more. it goes. Yeah. I love getting a little bit more each time. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. It's so big. The, it's so vast. There's so much. So vast. <sighs> I know. I feel like he'll he says a name and I'm like, oh, I know what that one is. Or, yeah. you know, like I, it's going to eventually one day it's going to all click. All going to come together like a big We're going to know. We're really just going to know. Yeah. This person, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Did you know yeah. that he actually had mead made out of backwash blood and honey? Yuck. Okay. So between the two of us, knowledge, right? Okay. Yeah. I don't know why in my mind it's like all scientific. Like I need to know how to build a rocket ship. I need to know math- mathematics. Mm-hmm. But is it like knowledge about people in general or how the world works? Like is it all knowledge? Is it I everything? Feel- I feel like it's all knowledge. Like, but is it kind of like seer-ish like? Like you can look at somebody and be like, you know what? You are going to find the love of your life in four days. Or, you know, like you're going to die. Not die. Why does it always go to death? You're going to eat cheesecake tomorrow. You're going (laughs) to stub your toe. (laughs) You're going to stub your toe. Yeah. Is it that kind of knowledge? or is See, I I think it's more just like. To me, it's like a scholarly. Sure. But, like, you know, at that time, they didn't, I don't know, like, does he know that there are going to be rockets at some point in the future? Like, or is it like, oh, this is a healing and this is how this goes and this is the science behind that. And there's all this information and maybe it is a bit of the future. And I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. Sorry. I just had a a hard question. Thanks for uh, tuning in with us again, you guys, Mm -hmm. for our second round of Norse Corner with Uncle B. Love having him on. And Mm -hmm. you should definitely check out our social media. I'm sure Haley's put together this beautiful deck of information for us. Maybe. I hope. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) She was supposed to. I'm like, oh, crap, guys. Sorry. (laughs) Um, No, but check out our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter for all of our information. Um, if you heard anything on this episode, Uncle B is like our number one fact checker. So yeah. if you need to fact check him, I would A, giggle so much. <laughs> and then we can also talk about uh, information on our mistakes episode at the end of the month. If you guys have something that you want to hear about, let us know. We're happy to take suggestions because there's so much out there that maybe we haven't thought of covering. And if you guys have an idea, yeah. let us know. Shoot us an email. Reach out to us on social media. We're everywhere. If you our listen email- to is more than myths podcast at gmail.com, just in case you don't know that. If you listen to us on Apple, Spotify, Google, give us a like. If you have a couple minutes, leave us a review. It'd really help us out. But yeah, I think yeah. I think that's yeah. it. I think that's it. Remember, awesome. as always, if you like us, if you love us, if you tolerate us. Can't get enough of us. <laughs> That one. <laughs> you can't get enough of us. Tell your friends and tell your family and tell your mom. Get into your car. Drive to your mom's house if it's within reasonable distance. <laughs> and say, listen, check out this podcast. Yep. Until next time, stay curious. Bye. Bye.